Hey, this is Maxwell with Mo Video Games, and welcome to the second episode of our Top 50 Showdown podcast. Today's discussion will highlight my apparent struggle to play difficult or scary games, as well as Oliver's love of the indie platforming genre. Thank you so much for giving us a listen, and we hope you enjoy today's podcast. Okay, I am excited for your next one. I already know the answer, but I'm excited to hear you talk about it. Ooh! Oh, man. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, Dying Light, Broforce. So, so another sidebar. Clap, clap. <laughs> Hand up in the air. <laughs> also, if we decide to keep any of this clapping and randomness in, for those watching, the original intent was to, if we're like sidebarring from like our original video intent, it's to help us in the editing room determine easily where the starts and stops are. But in reality, we're probably going to keep it all in and it's going to look dumb as shit. But what I want to do is just cut out all the clapping and put it back to. <laughs> Okay, so, but, but, so, so, sidebar, before meeting Oliver, there were, there were several games. I, I was definitely not into horror or zombie type games. Um, I, I owned one or two, including The Last of Us, um, but I, I would not play through them. Like, I just, I played the demo of Dying Light and was just freaking terrified, especially at night with the nightmares chasing after you. I was like, mm-mm, uh, great for some people, not my cup of tea. Um, and The Last of Us, I actually played through, like, the first probably hour, maybe two hours. And there was some clicker section that I, like, I, I also, before I met Oliver, like, I gave up really easily in video games, too. Um, and so, like, I, I tried it a couple times, I failed, and then I just, I put the game on the back burner. And now, it's my number two. Um so, so Oliver, the Last of Us, the, the Last of Us yes, uh, Oliver inspired me to both play through a lot of games and like be a more aggressive gamer in first-person shooters, not taking cover as much, like playing through scary games. Um, but I actually went through a phase where I literally bought horror games for Oliver to come over and play. I would not play them, but he would. Um, <laughs> But, I but still don't even know how I got you into the horror. Was it literally just Dying Light? Like Dying Light. So when you got your, when I convinced you to get a PS4, um, it was Dying Light was one of those games that you were like super excited to play. Um, I was so excited to play. And you playing through that and also playing through The Last of Us, you started playing through The Last of Us before I, I think you finished the game before I did. I think I, I beat it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, so you inspired me to do these things. So, so that, that's that's the sidebar. Oliver has inspired me to go down the horror game genre. Um, be like, I'm going to be playing Dark Souls three shortly. Um, something I never would have done before. Uh, yeah, we're going to be something playing through I it together. Done <laughs> it's it's going to be terrible, but it's going to be awesome. So, Dying Light. What a game. Need I say more? So I, I, I do have to say, I, I feel pretty confident in saying that it's the first game to incorporate zombies and parkour. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. 
Um, and that's pretty amazing in of itself. Um, th- there's also a, a little history to Oliver and I. The soundtrack has a particularly special place, I think, in both of our hearts. Um, we we So Oliver and I went to school together, college together. Um, spent a lot of time towards the end of our college career, undergraduate, um, studying together. And the Dying Light soundtrack was just probably... That and, and Super Mario 64 were probably the two soundtracks that, that were played the most. And it's just absolutely, it gets you right in the feels. It's so atmospheric um, and perfect for what that game is intended to be. Um, it just, it's, yeah. oh, God. So I, I love working to that soundtrack. Like that, that is, it's, it's a good soundtrack to work to. The Super Mario Bros., uh, songs are a little more distracting, but they still they still get you in the mood. Yeah, they, it's it, it's a good like dichotomy between the two. Like if you're only dying light, it, it like wears on you. You gotta <laughs> brighten like it up. <laughs> too um, many too many CS algorithms later, and you're just like, I'm done. Oh god, that's for that's for another story. time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, dying shout, light. Sh- shout out Timmy. <laughs> Good old Pemmy. Oh my gosh. What what a what a bro. Um but Dying, Dying Light the, the gameplay. So I I played through Dead Island or a good chunk of Dead Island. And, and I mean it pulls over a lot of stuff from Dead Island. You have like the different like the the typical weapon tiers. So there's like different colors based on like if it's a a good, great, ultimate, rare, legendary, whatever. Um weapon type and they've got like the machetes and that you can add electricity or poison or different modifications to them so it, it brought over a lot of that from dead island but then the parkour element um was fantastic and the day and night cycle the fact that at night the, the yeah. game entirely changes where zombies are more powerful now you have the nightmare zombies um and like, oh, but but it incentivizes you to stay out because it, it gives you more experience um, at at night. It's it was super cool, and a lot of missions require you like they they have yeah, to take place only. at night. Yeah, yeah, which was great. It wasn't like a gimmick where they're like, oh, night's crazy. But like, if you just slept every night, then you'd never have to experience it. So they did a good job of forcing that. Um, the the story, I mean it's it's i think forgettable like it's pretty whoa i'd agree (laughs) it's i mean like it was good like there was definitely it was a good driving force for the actions you were doing but like it wasn't it didn't it didn't blow me away it was it was a very like eight out of ten story yeah maybe seven yeah but yeah but that's what i'm saying it's it's in like the like it's i it's for sure good it's a good story and when you're playing it it's you're like this is a great story and then uh, yeah just i think the memorableness of it or whatever word you want to use it definitely it it slacks a little bit there but it is it's a pretty i feel like a pretty emotional story for sure they do a good job maybe a little like not surprising not enough curveballs in it but it's just not the it's not the highlight of the game i feel like for sure yeah the parkour zombies I mean, when when I when I first played it, or it was like watching a friend play it, I was like, "This is like Assassin's Creed and Mirror's Edge put together." Yeah. You know, and then in a zombie format, which this was for me before zombies were super <laughs> overplayed. Um, and but 
Shout out Walking Dead. (laughs) Oh, mm. another fantastic show that needs to end. Um, Hot take. Hot take. Uh, I hope that's not a hot take anymore. I hope everyone just knows. Yeah, please stop Walking Dead. Um, but yeah, no, it's and I it it's zombies, but it just it doesn't feel like it's it's so weird. It, it does zombies, I think, in such a unique way. It, it, well, it's not even that unique. I don't know. First person, also. Um, I just I think there's zombies, but it's like kind of not that it's not that big of a component. There's like parts in the story, right, where like I don't, you see like a loved one or something like that, but I feel like it's really not. I don't know obviously the zombies define the world a lot but it's yeah when i think of like yeah it's just not that i don't know it's not that big of a deal it's not it doesn't matter it's not a zombie game that's all i'm saying <laughs> but it does um i i don't even remember what i was gonna say but it, it is fantastic first person zombie oh drop kicking zombies that drop kicking zombies feels good feels good 10 out of 10 r slash feels good man <laughs> best game it, it, it wins i we're gonna stop right here um so so bro force it's uh a lot of people watching this may not know what bro force is it's a little bit more on kind of the indie game i i don't exactly know its popularity but it's not one of those games that you see like uh, top of your youtube recommended of people playing or reviewing um it's uh but it's fun it's uh I guess to describe it, right, it's like a almost like an 8-bit or like 64-bit like game. Like it's just very pixelated, kind of like a Terraria where it's like the 2D, you're kind of running, you can kind of go like it's a side scroller. Yeah. But, but it brings in characters from like all the it's like such an 80s like action satire parody amazing super satire yeah they take every single possible manly figure and then put bro in their name to create their character <laughs> that's how they do it i don't i can't remember very many character names off the top of my head but yeah it's definitely it's it's hysterical in concept because you have like uh conan the brobarian or something like that you know and other other people as such so you're playing as a bunch of different champs every single time you die you um if you get revived i think you you switch who you are so but yeah okay. side side scroller just straight shoot him up so so here's the the list so there's rambro who's rambo you got bromando who's john matrix from commando ba bro Rockus, um from the a-team brodel walker which is chuck norris um from walker texas ranger Brohard, john mcclain from die hard um uh, there's a lot I, the list I guess. goes on but yeah that, yeah that gets, the, that gets the point across right it's, it's it's totally making fun of just being a macho man and it is a total just shoot em up you know spam spam the guns spam your abilities super fun side scroller and shout out to patrick for showing it to me by the way um one of the like in terms of recency one of the best couch co-op games i got in in a long time mm-hmm. and was definitely really looking for a, like a couch co-op game i mean there's not there's literally a story but you're just going through maps you know it's not yeah. there's not like a there's like a plot that i'd be writing down like we killed a dude who has a name <laughs> nope that's not that's not how pro force works it's like an 80s action movie there is no yeah. plot it's just people shooting and it's fantastic yeah. 
exactly so yeah it for like a modern couch co-op i mean it's an indie game like you were saying the the graphics are definitely like very like pixelated 8-bit-esque but it is it is a phenomenal game yeah so it, pr- pretty short on that but it, it, this the dying light and bro force are much closer than the 16 and 49 rank suggest again like we've said the, the ranking was a very loose ranking um, where we were focusing on making sure like our top half of games were, were in the top half and our bottom half were in the bottom half. But but as far as any more granular than that, there's really not much to it. So I think Broforce, it, I mean, I, I'm looking, I do have a lot of other games on here that, that may actually be out of Broforce, but Broforce is a phenomenal game. Me picking Dying Light, which I'm about to do, <laughs> does not diminish the quality of broforce yeah but that's like not like yeah it's broforce's point is not to be like some you know mondo triple a title like dying light is right they're just two different voids to fill so if you like saying broforce is better than dying light i feel like is like a you know it'd be it'd be a little ridiculous to say like that's just like you're comparing a massive open world game you know with super complex mechanics all over the place right like just the amount of like time energy and money that went in di- dying light versus bro force not to discredit bro force at all right but i'm just saying like you're just comparing an indie game versus a triple a so uh, and a shout out to the dlc of far cry 3 blood dragon which is essentially bro force in the far cry universe um where it is just 80s action satire absolutely amazing uh, i i'm honestly now questioning if i maybe should have put blood dragon instead of far cry 4 but because it's dlc i I'm, i'll leave it out but I, I honorable mention to blood dragon blood dragon was when you show me blood dragon that game is absolutely crazy <laughs> shout out devolver digital 20 employees as of 2020 people who made bro force okay so I think Maxwell's played a little bit of Hollow Knight, a good chunk of it. I, I, I've played enough to have an opinion, I think. Yeah, and then which is wrong because it's not on your top fifty. But <laughs> uh, and then we both played until dawn all the way through, and I think we both pretty much watched each other play also until dawn all the way through. Um, which yes. I guess I'll just start with until dawn. So it's the butterfly effect in a game. That is the game. <laughs> First of its kind, baby. But, right, like RPG, you choose, choose your own adventure, uh, but everything that you do has consequences later down the road. So, really, it's if you read anything about the game before you start playing it, a bunch of, bunch of, bunch of young, young, young little, little kids go to a cabin in the woods. I think it's one of their parents' ski resort or something like that. Um, and then people start dying and then they're trying to escape and they're also trying to figure out who the killer is because they're the only people there right more or less yeah terrible explanation there's a a set of twin sisters that go missing i don't know if they're twins but a set of sisters go missing at the very beginning um and so then this is a reunion of the friends a year later a couple years later um to just kind of get together, hang out, um, and then a bunch of weird stuff starts happening. Yeah. So I don't I don't know if Maxwell told me, but essentially it was I learned that you can 
go th get through the game with everyone living. And so after watching most of his playthrough, if not all of his playthrough, I was like, I'm going to try to get through with everyone alive. And then as soon as I mess that up, I am going to try to kill everyone. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, if you don't do one, you might as well do the other. Um, so, yeah, it was, I mean, like, graphically, I feel like not really anything to talk about. Definitely, it's it's really all in the story for sure. And the fact that that, like, kind of, like, choose your own destiny type game had an experience before or choose other people's destiny. <laughs> so it's maybe a little more apropos. Um, so yeah, that's that's most of the reason why I put it on there. I thought it was it was a good horror game and the whole mechanic of the game was something that Sorry. <laughs> Just open in a little bit of drinky drink right here. Don't mind me. Um yeah that, that whole mechanic was I, I thought really cool, really exciting. And it adds so much replay value to that game um like there's yeah you you could go through that game a lot and get essentially nothing like the first story at all right i mean obviously the beginning you're gonna get a little bit of repetition but so that's i don't know i don't know if you have anything to add i feel like that's i that's... i'm gonna disagree with you on everything just kidding uh mostly the the graphics department the for its time the the recreation of the actors in the game was incredibly true to form and lifelike um i think i think as time has gone on it's 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 been surpassed you have things like cough cough god of war um that that have surpassed it and some truly incredibly looking games or like uncharted 4 you've played uncharted 4 yeah um, there, there's a lot of especially ps4 exclusive that have just kind of gone crazy in what they can especially out of the hardware that the ps4 has have, have created some incredible visuals so it's it doesn't hold up as well now but i'm trying to think of when it was released i'll look it up but it was i th i want to say around the launch with the ps4 um oh yeah i just played it super late because i definitely I don't. Did we play it right when the PS4 came out? It was 2015, so August of 2015. So it was like two years after the PS4 came out. But um, for being a, was it exclusive? It was exclusive. The PS4 wasn't. Yeah. It? Wow. How about that? Um, yeah, but I, I I think graphically it it was it was pretty cool. But yeah, to your point, the the replay. But I mean, I I platinumed it. It was one of the ones I discussed earlier, platinuming, um, because yeah, there's a a trophy for killing everybody, a trophy for saving everybody, um, and then a, a couple little ones in there. You have to collect all the like collectibles and and stuff like that, which are all I think I think interesting. Um, I think there was actual value in finding those. But yeah, I think I think I agree with what you said yeah elsewise. other than the graphics i thought the graphics for the time were pretty impressive i mean yeah maybe for the time i just it's it's not what i remembered all about the game. you no, know like that, that's fair yeah not, you know i don't yeah i don't really remember having any like oh the graphics wow so um yeah hollow knight completely different game from until dawn <laughs> uh i guess if you don't know what hollow knight is you should probably look it up this is the greatest game of all time. It's my number one. <laughs> uh, 
you're you're a short little dude in a random place and you are you are exploring the dungeons that is that is the best description of hollow knight possible and i mean that a little tongue-in-cheek and also the conversation of the lore around it and the actual origins of everything is very extensive and very in-depth and I feel like no one ever actually comes to a true consensus. So not that tongue in cheek. <laughs> um, there is one YouTuber that does a ridiculous job explaining all the Hollow Knight lore to a point that I would essentially say he may know about the lore, know more about the lore than the actual devs themselves at this point. I mean, <laughs> yeah, Mossbag. So if you haven't watched Mossbag and you're interested in Hollow Knight lore, that's the man to go to um but yeah this game heard of really good things about it so going into it, it was pretty pumped to play it gameplay was phenomenal it's a pretty your mechanics are pretty simple but there's a lot that you get to do with it there's like a like help play potential almost right but you're not going against other people you're yeah. going against ai so it's not actual outplay potential so that was definitely the mechanics were like super smooth the music was really good the worlds were super intriguing and then it was definitely with how ambiguous i think a lot of your journey is it was one of the games in a long time where i was like really interested in trying to figure out actually like why am i going through this it was the first game since dark souls and dark souls was also one of the first games i was super crazy about the lore I was like i need to learn you know why am i here and why am i doing this and what is the background of all of this and <laughs> Dark Souls kind of follows with that same, like, it is, there's a lot of debate and a lot of discussion on the lore behind it. There's yeah. not really, like, the developers were intentionally ambiguous to leave it open to the imagination. So, yeah, well, I think both both of them kind of shared that. Didn't Dark Souls developers offer, like, a $10,000, $100,000 reward for a YouTuber to explain the lore? I I haven't heard that, but that I that would be pretty funny. I I I literally think that's true. Like yeah, but yeah, the, to to your point, uh, sidebar. But yeah, so that's yeah. I mean, yeah, it makes the point for sure. Is that yeah? I feel like I feel like both the lures on them from my from my experience, it's both a little vague, and so it it kind of makes it more compelling to try to figure out the stuff since you don't really know what's going on. Um, so yeah, overall. I thought it was a super solid game. I don't know if you have anything to add to that, but the gameplay was super rewarding. You lots of collecting to be able to do. I'm not much of like a collectathon type of guy, but I thought that this was in good taste. Um, yeah, my 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 additions would be that this is one of those games that that is a a true example of why I am such a little wuss when it comes to games, and <clears throat> I was playing it. I was having fun. I was like, man, this game is incredible. And the thing that happens in Hollow Knight is so you die, but then you can go traverse your way back to where you died to pick up the loot, like the the coins, whatever currency they have um, that you lost. And so I decided to get greedy and there are it's a pretty large map and there's very different and distinct biomes in it that increase in difficulty that the further on you go some of them are kind of blocked off by certain things you have to unlock to intentionally prevent you from under leveled going into them um but i decided to just start exploring and 
I went deep into some higher level areas and died. <laughs> and I had quite a bit of coin and I just got really freaking. I was like, I am not going to try and go back and figure out where that was. And so I got frustrated and I put the game down and I have not picked it up since. But Which is, that sounds about right for Hollow Knight. The yeah. game, it definitely, it does, and it's, it's what I like about it, is that you get one map, and they do, there's definitely a little bit of, like, Metroidvania to it, where you have to unlock some stuff to get past certain points, um, but it, for the most part, like, there's a good amount of you can kind of do whatever you want in the game. Yeah. Makes it, so I, I got lost for a while, for sure, um, and definitely spent a lot of time roaming around, like, mid-game. There was like there was a solid like little chunk maybe 30 40 percent of the way in where i was super lost and then had to like once i figured it out it was smooth sailing from there but yeah i like that openness and the you know like it's just oh i see this i want to know what's around the corner you know or yeah. i have this ability can i go use this somewhere else you know to my advantage yada 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 so is it, it, it really allowed like any little itch you had at the back of your head about the game to be explored and i really enjoyed that as well it, it kind of encourages you to like because you, you're constantly gaining new abilities there are some areas that require certain abilities to access but it doesn't explicitly tell you obviously what abilities you need and it kind of encourages you to attempt and fail yeah <laughs> um as well in kind of a teaching way it's an interesting approach to teaching you the game mechanics is almost encouraging you to try and fail um which I, 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 I did enjoy that aspect of it. Yeah. So, yeah, I Hollow Knight was like, it, I was in kind of a drought of, it had been a while since I played a single-player game mm -hmm. until Hollow Knight, and Hollow Knight was one of the first, like, single-player games that kind of got me back into, not that I, I still don't do it a whole lot right now, but definitely got me back into the taste of solo-player gaming and not just playing League of Legends all day every day. <laughs> so yeah hollow knight is definitely the winner for this for me for sure um until dawn definitely i enjoyed until dawn but hollow knight was i i enjoyed my experience going through it a lot more there were some parts of until dawn that i thought were maybe a little grindy almost you know or like mm -hmm. the, the story is i the story is like compelling but some of the gameplay is boring at times so it's like i really just yeah. wanted to get to the next story moment and until dawn um where hollow knight no there's no i mean there's literally story right but like there's not there's not like cutscenes like until dawn like you are just constantly you were living in the story and you are figuring out the story as you go so it's the tempo and until dawn i mean hollow knight <laughs> i felt like was uh very consistent like i had very consistent enjoyment all the way through until dawn definitely had some slow moments and yeah it. so I will type accordingly. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. We're new to this and constantly thinking of new ideas to improve the quality of the content we are producing. If you have suggestions for how we can improve or ideas you'd like to hear us talk about, check us out on Instagram and Facebook at MoVideoGames. That's M-O Video Games. And leave a comment and give us a follow to stay up to date. Until next time, juicy.